Hi, I'm Avin, and this is the Salvation Engine Podcast, where we bring you the message about God's Word, His grace, and His goodness in a simple and direct way. The Bible says, faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. So please join me as I continue to share the gospel message about Jesus Christ, and let us hear the Word of God together. Hi, my name is Arvin and welcome back to the Salvation Engine podcast. Today we take a look at a very interesting topic called righteousness consciousness as we continue the message from the series The Great Inheritance. So what is righteousness consciousness? Well, the Bible in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 16 teaches us that we have the mind of Christ. The book of Colossians chapter 3 verses 2 teaches us to set our minds on things above and philippians chapter 4 verses 8 gives us a list of things to think on it teaches us to think on whatever is true whatever is honorable whatever is just whatever is pure whatever is lovely whatever is commendable if there is any excellence if there is anything worthy of praise to think about these things. So our world today is filled with all kinds of things contrary to this list from the book of Philippians chapter 4 and verses 8. We are now living in a world filled with lies, injustice, and impurity. Things that are neither excellent nor praiseworthy are all around us. It would appear almost impossible to have a mindset on things above in our present world a mind of excellence. The contrast to having the mind of Christ is a carnal mind, a fleshy mind, or a sin-conscious mind. The book of Romans chapter 8 refers to two kinds of minds, one governed by the flesh and one governed by the spirit. It says that the mind governed by the flesh is death. It is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. There is no life or peace and it cannot please God. So naturally, a mind governed by the flesh struggles to maintain a higher thought life. It is not set on things above. It is highly critical, judgmental, angry, argumentative, divisive, loves to complain, to compare and gossip and other such fleshy things. Verse 7 calls the carnal mind enmity against God. This is the pre-Christ pentastate, the unrenewed mind. In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 3, we find Paul's admonishment of these brothers and sisters in the church at Corinth, and he says to them, And I, brethren, could not speak to you as to spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ. I fed you with milk and not with solid food, for until now, you were not able to receive it, and even now you are still not able, for you are still carnal. For where there are envy, strife, and divisions among you, are you not carnal and behaving like mere men? One version says mere humans. The King James Version says you walk as men. We can see here distinctively the carnal mind and the fruit for death produced by it. The mind governed by the flesh that Romans chapter 8 called enmity against God. He goes on to correct them about 
picking fights and silly quarrels over leaders. One says I follow Paul and the other says I follow Apollos. Paul says this is carnality. Isn't this a world today? We see someone doing things differently from what we are used to and suddenly we start to build this us and them walls of division, comparing and even condemning, forgetting that we are one body and God will use whom he chooses, how he chooses. Paul refers to this group as infants, babes in Christ. Their carnality expresses that. He says because of this, he fed them with milk and not with solid food. He even takes it further in the book of Hebrews chapter 5 verses 11 to 13 and says, Though some ought to be teachers by now, they need someone to teach them the foundations, the basics, the elementary truths all over again. He says they have become dull of hearing and again makes this reference to milk and solid food in a verse which opens us to what maturity is. Let's read verses 13 to 15. He says, for everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe, but strong meat belongs to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have trained their senses, exercised to discern both good and evil. So not only is a babe carnal, but they are unskillful in the word of righteousness. They are immature and not able to judge between good and evil. From this verse, it appears that if we desire to be taken forward, we need to be finding out what this word of righteousness is, this benchmark condition of the mature believer here in the book of Hebrews, and become skillful in it. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 15, Paul says that he is that is spiritual, judges all things yet he himself of judged of no man the spiritual man is unlike the mere man or the mere human he has the mind of christ a mind governed by the spirit this is the mind we are talking about here today righteousness consciousness a mind state on god what god desires and god's ways in the book of Isaiah chapter 26 verses 3, God gives a promise and he says that he will keep in perfect peace him whose mind is stayed on him. That's a powerful promise. In the last episode, we talked about the great blessing of justification and we read from the book of Romans chapter 5 and verses 1 which says that therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. The righteousness conscious mind lives in this continual awareness of Jesus' finished work at the cross through studying the word of God and prayer and believing. When we understand that we have been made righteous because of what Jesus has done, that God looks at us as justified, acquitted, not guilty, and he is not counting our sins against us, it produces a mind at rest. It sets us apart to live victoriously and fulfill our destiny. We can approach God with boldness and confidence, not because of what we have done, but a consciousness that we have been made righteous because of what Jesus has done. Where there is no fear of punishment, we are then able to fully embrace God's love for us as the book of 1 John chapter 4, verses 18 says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear has torment. 
He that fears is not made perfect in love. One of the plagues or torments of our world is a guilty conscience or an evil conscience mind. This is a mental condition produced as a result of sin. The world may offer remedy through various techniques and therapies, but there is only one path to deliverance of the conscience, and that is but the blood of Jesus. The book of Hebrews teaches us that under the old covenant, the gifts and sacrifices offered were not able to clear the conscience of the worshiper. This was the way until Jesus came, men had to offer sacrifices for cleansing, for their atonement. But in speaking about the blood of Jesus, the book of Hebrews chapter 9 verses 13 to 15 makes this comparison. It says, for if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctifies for the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the internal spirit offered himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? It's a question. How much more do you think the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, will cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve living God. It's a great and powerful blessing. One of the blessings we have gained in righteousness consciousness through Christ is our ability to produce fruit for God, to be like God in righteousness and holiness, that is, doing what is right in accordance to that which pleases God and his will for our lives, to serve God in a new and living way in the advancement of his kingdom. This is the mind of the born-again believer, the new creation, the spiritual man, one who walks after the spirit and not after the flesh. It is the productive mind governed by the spirit of God. My prayer for you today is that you keep your mind stayed on things above as we trust the Lord and we believe in the blood of Jesus to cleanse our consciousness from dead works so we can serve God in a living way. Receive this promise. Be blessed. Thank you for listening to this message. If you've enjoyed hearing about God's goodness, please make sure to visit our website, www.salvationengine.com, where I share written messages from scripture and other news. In addition, is a Salvation Engine social media pages on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Simply type in Salvation Engine to find us. Have a great week. Until next time, be blessed.